This is the Pop Goes the Culture pull list for Wednesday, June the 6th. We're at our Wednesday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at Vintage Stock over on South Glenstone, right across from the Battlefield Mall in Springfield, Missouri. Just like every one of these shows, I'm always Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Join us here, and today is... Kenny Wright with Upscale Edge. Odin Wright with Upscale Edge. Dustin Murray, the dude from Vintage Stock. The Wolverine, also from Vintage Stock. <laughs> All right, let's see. Before you guys go, we're starting a little early. We're getting better at this. We're figuring out we need to start early so you guys don't get swamped as soon as the doors unlock. A uh, couple of questions real quick. I'm going to give you three. Number one, our social media poll question for the week, because we have plans this weekend uh, to do some fun things. We have asked the question, who is your favorite warrior in pop culture? It can be video games, can be movies, comics, television, literature, whatever, your favorite warrior, and it's wide open. So it can be like, you can go Star Wars, all kinds of sci-fi, you can go medieval, you can go like historical, whatever floats your boat. Favorite warrior in pop culture and whoever, yeah, Kenny went historical, uh, Odin and Dusty went video games, I went, I don't even remember what I went, oh, I went, well, I went with uh, Leonidas from 300, that's historical slash, mm-hmm. slash comic, slash movie, slash... Yeah. You, you realize you don't have a mic in your hands. So nobody hears a word you're saying. Uh, <laughs> Kenny's talking, but, uh, but not helping. All right. So, your question for you guys. Favorite warrior? Um, I'd probably have to go with Conan. Conan? Conan, Conan O'Brien? <laughs> he's Conan pretty, O'Brien. Yeah, he's pretty Conan, bad. Conan the Barbarian. All right. Conan the Barbarian. And Will is answering the phone. So, we'll come back to him later. That gives Kenny a mic back. God, they don't even open the doors and they're already busy. Look at this. <laughs> I know. Can't have anything nice. Uh, the next question we have for you guys, we're going to talk a little bit about the new books out this week. Uh, you stocked them. You ordered them. What new books do you see flying off the shelves this week, do you think? Um, I mean, of course, Deadpool is always going to fly off the shelf. He's anything Deadpool. It's number one issue. They rebooted. Marvel's doing so people I have no are into idea Deadpool? what Marvel's doing. Yeah. People are into honestly. Deadpool? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who he is. Is he like that blue hairy guy from X-Men? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that and then um, their, uh, Bruce Banner is back as... Immortal um, Hulk? Yeah, as the Hulk, so it'll be Immortal Hulk. Alex Ross is doing the covers to that, and you can't go wrong with his artwork. Yep. Um, and then they're also rebooting Doctor Strange as well. Right. And Mark oh, nice. Wade's doing that. Yep. And the artwork looks beautiful on that. So, Do you know who's on that book? Um, his last name is Sayers. I don't remember his first name. Okay. But um, his last name Sayers. And his artwork is great. If I remember right. Do what? Is it Jesus? It might be. I think so. Yep. Very cool. How about you? Is there any books you're looking for this week that uh, you think are going to fly out of here? Oh, yeah. Well, he pegged. Pretty well, a lot of it. Yeah. Infinity Countdown, number four. Right. That's always, I mean, that's a, in a pretty good little, I mean, Deadpool, number one. Uh, Obscurities. I'm a huge Mysterio fan. Uh-huh. So Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, anything with Mysterio, I will definitely pick up. <laughs> there you <laughs> but, go. But I know a lot of other people are that way too. He's, he's kind of like the sleeper, not really the sleeper villain, but anytime a movie or anything comes out, he's that one character that everyone likes to 
admit that they really want him in there, but right. it hardly ever gets done as far as, yeah. in, at least in a feature film especially, you know? So what do you think about the uh, rumor that uh, they're going to be throwing Mysterio in the next Spider-Man Homecoming sequel? It's a rumor. but <laughs> <laughs> It is a rumor at this point. But they're... they're been down this road before. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are rumory. They have rumors about good, though, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. And, yeah, yeah. I hope so. I really hope so. That would make me so happy. My inner child would be just be screaming. I'll be very giddy. There you go. <laughs> Last question for you guys before I let you go because Actually, I know you're uh, gonna. Oh. We need to ask Will who his go. favorite warrior is. Oh yeah, your favorite oh, warrior yeah. in pop culture. Uh, Sorry, get back to that. Thanks, Odin. Honestly, yeah, mine's historical. Really, uh-huh. uh, Genghis Khan. Really, uh, yeah. just because of there was a lot of misinformation about him in general. He was actually a shaman, spiritual warrior. They they actually like would their hierarchy consider was considered of a, of a spiritual nature as well. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, a lot of people like to, I mean, of course, the, the facts are pretty brutal when you're reading about them. Right. But at the same time, the amount of compassion, like, really, he had, like, that honor-bound type, you know, in the moment, like, he, as far as honor and respect is concerned, uh, even without, uh, outside of his tribe, outside of the people, he really, he conquered in general. There's still that there before even, like civilization as we know it really took hold like Roman civilization and, right. and et cetera. And that's always just fascinated me. So Very good. And that's a pop culture figure as well. Did you watch the movie that came out a few years ago? Uh, Mongol was the yeah. name of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There's supposed to be a yep. couple more for that and I guess the funding fell through but I was oh, looking man. forward to see where they were taking it because yeah, it never awesome. really got they never really got that start. You know, it was just that early life stuff. So yeah. yeah. And then of course Bill and Ted's okay. <laughs> Alex and Adventure. Genghis <laughs> Khan. <laughs> Uh, question real quick before I let you guys go. Um, specials, anything you guys have coming up? I know that uh, I looked here, your uh, back issue character of the month is Spider-Man. So if you come in and get a back issue with Spider-Man, uh, they are buy one, get one free. Anything else you guys have coming up right away? Or are you just kind of looking uh, for the, I mean, the next summer holidays? I, the next sale that will be will be 4th of July weekend. Right. Uh, but other than that, yeah, just our back issue Spider-Man this month. So. Very cool. So Spider-Man 800 came out last week. We were talking. We know it sold out. They're going to be doing a second printing of that. You guys oh, still yeah. have you have a couple left still? Oh yeah, I've got, Just got a few still, variants left. I got left. all the variants still. A little bit. one of each. Okay, so. cool. And then again, back issues. Buy one, get one. So uh, come on in down here to Vintage Stock and uh, I've take advantage. I've also noticed that uh, anybody that are into the Funko Pops, <laughs> they got to see those marked down. A ton of those. <laughs> not yeah, we were we were browsing <laughs> those. Are looking up. for a particular number too. They're all um, um, numerical, so yep. they're super easy to browse through. Absolutely. Yeah, we were uh, <laughs> before we started recording. We we're back there checking the the Funkos <laughs> this week. You guys just have too many, or are you getting more in? No, we or? just said uh, that's how we sell. Huh? Of them, so they just replenish what we sell. So. Oh, very nice. A lot of the new yep. stuff like sold pretty quick. Like we, like the Pee Wee Herman series, right. the Super Trooper series, and the oh, new yeah. Deadpool series. Super Trooper been, series, I think, oh sold that day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I bought one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's right, yeah. <laughs> very good. All right. Well, I know you guys have a couple things to do before you open the door, so I appreciate it. And uh, oh, if you guys you. get a chance to. <laughs> If it slows down, <laughs> which is not good. There's the phone ringing again. If for some reason it slows down, feel free to grab a mic and jump in, whatever we're talking about. Uh, we'll be, awesome, we'll awesome. be talking, talking comics and comic news and comics-related stuff and all that today because it is Wednesday. It is the pull list. So let's jump into those comics and comic-related headlines. Uh, the big news in the industry in the past week or so is that uh, Amazon-owned digital comic service Comixology is launching their Comixology Originals line of creator-owned comics. So these are comics that are going to be digital only, um, just like 
Comixology always has, uh, creator-owned. So if you have an idea for a comic, you can write it up, draw it up, get it however you want to do it. You know, if you're doing full color, you can inks, you know, colors, everything uh, lettered and submit it to Comixology, and they'll put it out. The twist is, and they've always done that, um, that this time around with these, they're going to have a print-on-demand feature as well. So if you enjoyed the digital comic, you can actually order a print copy as well. That's cool. Yeah, that is really cool that they do that. Yeah, so if you come up with a comic and you submit it and they run it, you can have one printed off. If you just you know want to have one to say, hey, look, we did it. If you're just looking to sell it, you know, as a digital to get in as many hands as possible, you can do that, and then go ahead and print one for yourself or a couple for the family to pass out at the holidays or whatever. And this makes me think about that panel that you did um, where they were talking about. Like somebody had asked a question on how to get into it, and the yeah. comic book guys that were up there were like, "You know, it's not like when we were younger where yeah. we had to go and." There's two people hiring, yeah, yeah. yeah. and ho- well, that or just I I hope the c- local comic book store will put this on the shelf for me, right? Stuff like that. You know, they didn't have a lot of options, but this sounds pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, the way it'll work is the Comicsology originals will actually be free for people that have Amazon Prime. Uh, Kindle Unlimited, which is kind of a subscription plan, or Comixology Unlimited, which I have subscriptions. Uh, otherwise, the issues will run two ninety nine for the digital, and then if you want to print one, it's a little more pricey. It's six ninety nine, but again, that's because they're just printing as people order them, so they don't have a warehouse full of them sitting somewhere at a lower price. Uh, more info uh, is said to be released at San Diego Comic Con coming up this summer in July, so that's something to keep an eye out for. I wonder what the cut is for the artists. I, it's, I'm sure it's just whatever you guys, you know, if you, if you're the, if you are solely in charge of it and you write it and draw it and everything, you get whatever the percentage is. Um, but then, yeah, if you've got five people involved in it, you'll have to figure out amongst yourselves how to do it. But yeah, I don't know from that two ninety nine, um, what that, how much of that two ninety nine goes per issue goes back to the creative team. Five cents. <laughs> and then I don't know. Hopefully more. And this is something we've talked about on the video, or the uh, yeah, the video game show, the uh, home entertainment show, mostly video games that we talked about on Tuesdays. Is I don't understand how that works. I know that if you, you know, if you like I said, for example, if you're a Comicsology uh, unlimited subscriber, you can look, you can view those for free. So it's kind of like how Xbox has their you know Game Pass. Brand new game comes out like State of Decay two. You don't have to pay for it as long as you have their you know subscription service with Xbox. I don't know how if Xbox is playing a flat fee to the game developers. In this case, is Amazon paying a flat? You know, we're gonna because people not everybody's gonna buy this because some people are gonna get it for free if they're paying them a fat a flat fee to, for that as well. I don't I don't know how the I don't know how the subscription model works on something like that. So I don't know. It's pretty be, cool though. Yeah, so, it'd be interesting. Yeah. So for those of you out there, they're thinking, you know, I could do that, or hey, I'd like to give that a try. Again, with technology and digital everything, the barrier uh, has been broken. You can get in and try things. That's, you know, whether it's podcasting or videos on YouTube or making comics or, you know, self-publishing books. It's, you know, technology is to the point now where you can do whatever you want. You don't have to know somebody who knows somebody anymore to, to get I in the business. I see a Pop business. Goes the Culture podcast comic book in future. <laughs> Maybe so. Digital, digital book. Yeah. Could be. Get them printed and the pass them out. The we go on. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I don't know if anybody... <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, word broke last week. The industry veteran, uh, Stuart Eminent, is going to be retiring from comics. Now that his Marvel contract is up, well, turns out that's not necessarily the case. 
as is often what happens when you get information secondhand from somebody else. Uh, he's clarified that he plans to work on some non-comics projects with his wife, uh, Catherine, who is a comics writer as well, um, but that uh, he would consider returning to comics if and when the right project come along, meaning when the right project with the right <laughs> paycheck comes along, I'm sure. If somebody wants to uh, back the Brinks truck up in his driveway, I'm sure he'd <laughs> love to draw your book for you. That. Yeah, <laughs> nobody ever stays really retired. Yeah, not not like that. I mean, I don't. You couldn't. I, I don't think you know. Yeah, and that's been that. That has brought up a lot of discussion about, um, you know, in this industry, there's not a retirement plan. There's not a, uh, you know, you don't. You, they're freelancers. They don't have benefits. They don't have you know four hundred one k. They don't have, you know, a, a health plan or you know a dental plan or vision plan. So. You know, it, it kind of reinforced, I think, and reminded a few folks, a few industry professionals that you need to be thinking about what happens when the day comes that you can't do this anymore or or you don't want to do it anymore or they don't want you to do it anymore. So uh, it's been a, it's been an interest, interesting discussion piece. Uh, he's worked both for uh, Marvel and DC as well as other smaller publishers in the past. So, uh, yeah, I, we'll see how long he stays retired, probably until he's tired of doing whatever his wife's got planned for him. When they says non-comics things, I'm thinking, like, clean the attic, yeah. <laughs> re-shingle the house, you know, clean the gutter. He's like, you know, I think I'm going to start drawing again, you know. <laughs> I, I think I'd much rather draw uh, Spider-Man than, uh, than clean the gutters, but but whatever. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll see. DC, uh, they always have their... Uh, their upcoming talent search kind of things where they look for writers and they look for artists. Uh, one of their graduates from the writer's workshop, Aaron Gillespie, uh, his, he's, he has a mini series as a debuted, uh, new challengers. Um, but he's actually kind of moving up to the big leagues. It's kind of like when they, uh, bring guys up every once in a while from the, uh, from the uh, AAA ball club to come hit for a while in the big leagues. It's kind of like that. He's working on a two-part story for Green Lanterns. Uh, they will His work will appear in Green Lanterns number 48, which is on sale today, and number 49. It's a uh, Jessica Cruz Green Lantern story, and uh, you know, we, wish, we wish everybody the best of luck, but especially uh, getting some new blood. You know, yeah. you, you sometimes, you, yeah. sometimes it's... It's tough when you're looking at comics. You see the same names over and over again, and even if you like them, it's kind of like... So what's a guy got to do to you know, somebody else give somebody else a chance to write this? So it's good that DC is actively looking for new talent and trying to uh, give people a shot and give them a chance to you know contribute to something that's a known title, kind of make a name for themselves and maybe yeah, build a following. Awesome. Kind of following the uh, movie trend of getting new blood. Oh yeah, you know, new ideas, new eyes on stuff. Right. Well, especially if some of these characters have been around forever. There's only so much that somebody, you know, it, it's nice when you see somebody take a 10-year run on a character or on a book because they've got a plan and they can follow it through. But it's nice for somebody else to come in every once in a while and play, play with somebody else's toys in the sandbox. Yeah, you get some really, like, fresh looks and fresh ideas. It's yeah, exactly. Because really it can get a bit stale if you've written the same character for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Archie Comics is pausing their main series and replacing it for a limited time with an Archie 1941 title. Uh, Archie Comics first appeared that year, 1941. The new series, uh, it's a mini-series, will take us back to Riverdale during World War II. The five-issue series is being written by industry veteran uh, Mark Wade. Features uh, work from his longtime collaborators, uh, Brian Augustine, uh, artist Peter, Peter Krauss, and letter uh, Jack Morelli. 
That will be available in September, so the main book uh, will go on hold for five issues. We'll see how long that takes because so the sometimes they, they kind of slide and dates get missed. And So, like, the Archies kind of took place in, like, the 50s? Yeah, the book the book well, like, started in 41, so it's kind of set. Oh, so it started in 41. So, yeah, so it's kind of set in roughly the 50s where, you know, the – the malt shops and you know kind of yeah, that. that's kind of what i remember though. but it always kind of it's always kind of managed to just like all these books they kind of keep up with modern i mean may, small changes make get taken place along the way to help yeah. kind of keep them you know keep them not totally set in a certain era unless that is the focus of the book is to be set in a certain era but you know archie's always had the main series has always been kind of that innocent 1950s humor and sensibilities and you know the dress and the vehicles and the, you know, like I said, the, the whole town of Riverdale is kind of like, you know, almost like that movie Pleasantville, the black and white movie with, you know, it's kind of the same type of thing, you know. The okay. So are they teenagers in 1941? Yeah. Then? Yeah. So it'll be set like against the backdrop of World War II, people say, being they- drafted. This is probably being a limited uh, miniseries thing. It opens up. They don't have to play by the rules of the main series and the fact that they've done more adult type things with the Archie comics lately um, especially some of the horror imprints I know we've talked about it as well you know it's a good chance it will be uh, very much uh, focused on the war and you know people going to war or getting ready for war or worried about what war is going to you know bring okay. to Riverdale yeah, so. that's what I was wondering and then maybe they wrap it all up with them getting drafted or something yeah it could be or yeah then they see if people are interested in seeing a Archie, Order, yeah, yeah, Archie World War Two. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like a big Archie reader, but I'm kind of excited for this. Why? What makes you excited about it? I don't know. I'm, I like the whole World War Two era, everything about it, from the propaganda to all that. So it's, it's just a very interesting time. So seeing Archie's comics delve into that is kind of. I want to see how they take it. I want to see what avenues they take. Very good. And finally, Shoemaker Vans has released their latest Marvel comic-inspired line for this summer. Vans is always, every summer they're putting out a, uh, whether it's DC or Marvel, they've worked with both. The new line has shoes. Uh, the one I like the best is it looks like you got Hulk feet, you know, green, big green toes poking out of the, ripping through your shoes. Awesome. Uh, let's see what else they have. They've got uh, Black Panther-inspired sneakers. So uh, for those of you that saw Black Panther, which is just about everybody at this point, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, you know, you, you got some black sneakers. Uh, you also, they also have shoes and uh, flip flops, inspired by Spider Man, Deadpool, oh, yeah. Captain Marvel, The Avengers, Thor. Um, again, Vans has uh, done these limited series with both Marvel and DC in the past. They're always fun to look at. I've never purchased this pair. I don't know where I would wear a pair of, of Vans in general, but a pair of comic book uh, like inspired Vans shoes, anyways. Right. But I've uh, I follow a few artists like Chad Kent. I think Chad Kent Color, I think is his name. There's uh-huh. a few other ones that they use the Angelus paint to paint right. the scenes on them and stuff like that. And um, they've been doing it for a long time. And they were kind of talking how, uh, like, the Vans people and stuff kind of contacted them and, you know, were talking with them about different stuff, maybe designing. Right. I, I'm not sure, but they definitely got the idea from. Like, oh yeah, hey, these people are selling these left and right, painting them yep, absolutely. by hand. We could mass produce these things, and- yeah, which kind of loses the custom piece of it a little bit. But it's still, yeah. I mean, it's 
Yeah, it is what it is. Well, mm. but if you're mass producing, you can offer them a little cheaper than the right. artist. Then it, yeah, then if it is a true custom know, piece, absolutely. You should always support your artist and have them do stuff, but I get it if you can't afford right. whatever they're charging, $100, $150 for the shoes, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And you've already paid 50 to 70 for a pair of Vans anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, new on the shelves this week, uh, we heard from the fellows, and we'll talk a little bit more as well. Image Comics has new editions of Spawn, which Ooh. is we've been talking about because the Spawn movies in the news a lot lately. I think we're going to start seeing a Spawn research. Pa, maybe. I'm, I'm sure when the movie comes out, it will impact it more so than, than anything. I wonder uh, how it'll. Sorry no, to no, interrupt no, you, no. but just with the no. comic book kind of getting uh, its footing again, I wonder if. Like it's gonna like the movie and the comics gonna kind of kind of like how The Walking Dead does right. with the till it's not a hundred percent but it does pull from it right so. well, and the Spun comics man, I mean it's been going along the whole time so yeah um, yeah I don't know I think more than anything all you're really gonna see is a bump in sales for the a small bump in sales for the comics once the movie comes out assuming the movie's good <laughs> and yeah. people like it um, and then you know I think. We see it a little bit with the Marvel stuff where the comics start to become a little bit more like the movies. I don't know how much something like Spawn would change. or it, it's Because you have the same... Because you have Todd McFarlane doing you know, the same thing. He's the one that created Spawn and stuff. I, you know, I imagine the movie would be pretty close to the comic all along anyhow. So I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Spawn, I think, is supposed to be out, what, next? Is it next winter? Like early winter? January, February, so Something like that, yeah. we'll find out. Uh, and new Walking Dead, which, to your point, have completely diverged. Sounds like they're completely going away from where the comics going uh, with the next season because yeah. in the comics you can draw people as long as you want, <laughs> whereas in TV you have to pay them every year. Yeah. <laughs> and they to, want to go do other things. You and have to offer them $20 million to stay <laughs> on the show. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, IDW has new Star Wars Adventures and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle books out. Oh, yeah. Uh, DC Justice League number one is out today. New uh, issues also. Uh, Batman, Deathstroke, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, which we just spoke about. Uh, Harley Quinn, Man of Steel, and Nightwing. Oh, those are some fun ones. Yeah. Uh, Marvel has new Ant-Man and the Wasp out. Captain America, Deadpool number one, as the fellows were talking about, the relaunch. Part of Marvel's line-wide relaunch that... Oh, no, they'll never do that. Um, <laughs> Dr. Strange. We will with that money. <laughs> exactly. <rolling in. laughs> Dr. Strange, number one. Uh, Immortal Hulk, number one. Those we all talked about. Um, we'll also mention Infinity Countdown. There's a new one of those this week. Hunt for Wolverine, which will have new different books out pretty much all summer long, it seems like. Uh, Rise of the Black, Pan- Black Panther, number six, wraps up that arc on Is Rise that, of the Black Panther. Is that the one that... Evan does, yep. yep. yeah, awesome. That wraps up his uh, work on Rise of the Back- Black Panther. Yeah, buy that one for sure, guys. That guy's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, Star Wars, new Star Wars book, and then your X Men books of the week are red and gold <laughs> because there's a new X Men book every week, depending <laughs> on which team, which color they're going with. It's almost Man. like Pokemon. There's so many Pokemon <laughs> games, and they always throw out a couple. X Men are kind of like the Pokemon now. You got to catch them all. <laughs> got to catch them all. Also, not from the big companies, uh, also Red Sonja, uh, the Red Sonja Tarzan crossover, Archie, Doctor Who, the Seventh Doctor, and Penny Dreadful, which I know Dusty liked the show. I don't know if he's ever picked up the comic, but uh, that might be something for the folks that aren't looking for more mainstream, looking for more of a, not independent, but uh, something a little different, I guess. It's pretty crazy. Red Sonja's got a book that's still... 
<laughs> they they have Red Sonia the main title, and they have the, the crossover title thing going on right now with Red Sonia and Tarzan. So just, just goes to show, folks, I do not know what's going on in the comic <laughs> world because that, that that impresses me. Maybe people listening are like, uh, yeah, <laughs> duh, uh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody collects that, Kenny. What's your problem? <laughs> that is what is new on the shelves at your local comic book store, uh, which could be vintage stock if you're in town this week. All right, back to our social media poll of the week. As we discussed with the fellas, our question of the week is, who is your favorite warrior in pop culture? Uh, We threw out our suggestions, and I am looking it up right now to see in real time exactly where it stands. Odin, have you got all your buddies voting for yours right now? No one's voting for me. Nobody's voting for yours. Well, good. So here's where we stand right now. Again, not a ton of votes cast, so this can all move. And I'm sure it will move. Uh, right now, leading the way is Tiny Tina from the Borderlands series. Yeah, spanking everybody. <laughs> yeah, putting it to us all. Uh, second place right now. Distant second place. But, again, it's early. We're only midweek. This can move. Uh, King Leonidas is in second place. Uh, Kenny's pick of Miyamoto uh, Masashi is in third place. And, as Odin alluded to, <laughs> without a vote yet, which will change once he gets home and texts all of his buddies, I'm sure. Well, I'm pretty sure even his sister <laughs> voted for Tiny Tina. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of the two, yeah, you're kind of splitting. You know, if people are going to, if people are familiar with Borderlands, they're going to have to pick one. And I'm afraid you went with the, uh, the lesser, <laughs> the lesser of the two. So uh, right now, uh, Odin's pick of zero is appropriately enough, <laughs> sitting with zero votes. Well, you, you haven't even voted for yourself yet. It's easy uh, to fall. He for voted race. for Tiny Tina too. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I voted. <laughs> and if you're listening and saying, I don't have any idea who any of those people are, that's fine. Go ahead and go in and vote for your favorite. Um, if it's one of those, that's wonderful. If it's not one of those, uh, go to the comments and leave a reply. You can text it in there and type in, I like, click, 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 whoever. Uh, or you can find a photo or a GIF and throw those in there. Uh, it all works. It all gets counted in the end. Uh, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email them to us, which is not the preferred method, but it works. We get them, and we will count them at popgoestheemail at gmail.com or the brand new this week way <laughs> is you can call the hotline, the Pop Goes the Culture hotline. Oh, yeah. Uh, at 417-986-7842. I'll wait while you go get a pen and write this down. Again, that was 417 417- 986-7842. When you call that number, uh, you'll be asked to leave your name, leave your comment. So it could be about the poll. It could be about, hey, did you guys hear about this? Hey, or it could be about, hey, would you guys want to come out and check out what we do over here? Or it could be, hey, this show's awesome. How do we get this bigger? Or it could be, can you have Odin talk a little louder into the mic, please? Or it could be whatever you want it to be. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want it to be. Can you talk less? <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is you want to comment on. And then uh, if, you do this, if you do the social media and you want us to tag you when we use your comments on a show because there's a reason we're recording that audio. <laughs> we will use those in an upcoming show. Thank you. Um, you can leave your Twitter handle or Facebook or whatever, and we will let you know just as soon as those are published and available to you, which is just a little bit sooner than when your phone lets you know that they're available. Because I can tell you uh, they don't always update on the phones <laughs> as quickly as they as I get them out. That's not true. Really? But there are a lot of ways you can interact with the show, and we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your comments. Uh, you can always come out here and catch us on Wednesdays at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone. 
or one of our other locations that we are at throughout the week, uh, which we'll talk about those before we're out of here. We did not have any comments yet on the hotline. People are still not comfortable with that. They're afraid we're going to make fun of them or something, which we absolutely will. <laughs> but no, that's not how oh, we get people to no, use no, this. I mean, service. we absolutely won't. We're going to encourage you. We would yeah. like to hear feedback. We would like to hear from you about what we could be doing more of, less of, whatever. We so would like to put you in the show. If you're going to say something serious, then we'll handle it seriously. And, and if you're going to be squirrely, we'll be yeah. squirrely back with you because yeah. we'll save those oh, four yeah. Dusty's so, around. So there is that. Yeah, <laughs> because there will be squirreliness you know, and like, shenanigans involved. Like when people are doing giveaways and you're asking for stuff that's not there <laughs> or whatever. For example, well, if we only have... Two tickets, <laughs> and we've given those away. Yeah, the, the <laughs> we don't have an extra one. We don't have a third ticket. So <laughs> even if you, you only know, need one, that's we totally still hypothetical. Have but uh, just saying, just saying, if that situation were to arise, uh, calling that phone number <laughs> is not going to help you if we don't have yeah. the tickets to give away. Still don't have that third one. <laughs> but we are going to have stuff to give away pretty soon. Actually, we're working through some uh, merchandise stuff, so uh, we'll let you guys know when we have that available uh, later on this summer. Deep dive into comics. Uh, I don't want to talk about comics right now as much as we're here at the comic book store because I was thinking a little bit about, um, and I guess it's comics related. There are two Star Wars books on the shelves this week, brand new. But let's talk a little bit about Solo because I think we're far enough away from it now that we can talk about it with a little more detail. And I know yeah. I know, we'll bring it up tomorrow with uh, Jennifer over at the Alamo because I think she was going to see it sometime between last Thursday and tomorrow. Yeah, uh, It's not doing so well financially. They're saying now that it, they're... Because they threw a lot of money at it, because they've made two movies and then they threw out one of them and had to make it, you know, it cost like $300 million to make. And I think the last I saw that, you know, because $300 million to make plus they have to spend money on marketing and everything else, that uh, when all is said and done, the projecting is going to lose about $50 million for Disney. Um, so I don't know, you know, we've talked about how, man, they leave it right up, wide open for a sequel. We've already talked about, we know where the sequel is going. And they're talking about adding these other characters. We Here's our plan. We know what they're going to do. Wouldn't it be cool if they did this, this, this? Um, that, well, may, that may not happen now. Everything I'm, re- or if then I'm hearing, anyways, of people doing reviews, I'm like, okay, I'm going to check out some reviews. Everybody's poo-pooing on it. And it's like, and when they're talking about it, it's like, wow, that sounds like the same regurgitated shit that I've been listening to from everybody else. Like, do you have an original thought? Because if you did... I'm almost thinking you would say I loved the solo movie. It's either that or everybody has the same problem with it. And there are, I mean, there are some issues. It's not a perfect movie, but it's the most, we've talked about it. It's the most fun. It's the most Star Wars-y Star Wars movie since the 1980s for sure. Yeah. So the fact that, yeah, and and there are a lot of, and everybody, the bigger thing is everybody's got a reason why it's an underperforming and very few of those reasons have anything to do with the movie at all. Yeah. It's, it's everything else but the actual movie because to your point, they're saying the same talking points that everybody else is saying. But then when it's time to explain why it's not performing, nobody's saying, well, because the movie's not very good. They're not saying that. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, saying, they're saying, oh, well, it's because of this or because of that and the other. And It feels like a bandwagon of, mm-hmm. well, these people are poo-pooing, so I want to jump on the bandwagon. I want to be popular and poo-poo on it, too. Or I want to I want to sound, you know, the, I, I trust what this person says, and they didn't like this yeah. part, so I'm going to sound like I don't like that either. Yeah. That's why we said and you know, <laughs> we were talking about it. Go see it for yourself. Yeah, Don't absolutely. listen to everybody. And if you still think it's crap, hey, 
We got a hotline. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, call and tell us what we tell, we got, tell us what we're not getting because clearly we're not getting what everybody else is and, is getting. And we get it. The the last two movies, yeah, they were not that good. We know. <laughs> this this is, is not those two movies. Yeah, that's not these. This is a standalone, and it it hit everything that we were wanting to see out of it. It hit stuff that we weren't expecting. You know, we didn't expect to love it. Right. We expected to come out of there going, yeah. It did yeah, its job. That was good. Yeah. That was a good Star Wars movie, whatever. But, no, we couldn't stop talking about it. Exactly. And it wasn't like one of us thought it was really good and the rest of us was like, yeah, it was okay. And then, like, one person really didn't care. It was like all of us, well, we saw it with, how many people did we end up seeing it with? Seven, I think. There were seven yeah, of us. And every did. one of us walked out of there like, whoa, they should do more of that. From 13 to 45. Uh, yeah. We all loved it. We're man. all, every one of us was like, man, they, they need to make more movies like that. That was, that's what Star Wars is supposed to be. So Even my uh, friend Zach, who is like, really 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 fickle on his movies like he analyzes the crap out of them absolutely enjoyed solo so right so you know you're not gonna if you're if you're listening to everybody else and they're all saying the same thing that's fine you know you've got 30 other people telling you well i didn't care for it wasn't whatever but throw our few you know, comments in as well and make a decision for yourself. Sure, if you want to wait until it comes out on video, that's absolutely fine. We're not forcing you to go to the movies, but, you know, there's nothing, you know, that's kind of, especially for us growing up, that's what you did. That was the summer, you know, summer blockbusters. We we just went over this on Saturday, and it really started with Jaws back in 75, and it's built from there. Star Wars was the one that really kicked it off. You know, we, we grew up in the age and the era of summer blockbusters, and there's no reason why this movie's not, summer blockbuster other than because i don't know star wars fans right now are kind of they're not for for people that are supposed to love a property they're not acting like people that love a property that's like saying i love my wife but i go in and beat her every night you know it's well it cracks me up because people will uh they will listen to someone's opinion about this movie right and go nope i'm uh, taking a hard stance i will not go see it yep yet they hear how cigarettes kill and they buy five packs a day <laughs> or they how alcohol is not good for you and they go out and buy a six pack or uh, something every day it's like well you know just saying <laughs> science versus opinion you i'm should, all about opinion science yeah not so much it's time to stop uh following that sheep herder and uh maybe get off on your own and uh <laughs> Go go do something enjoyable for yourself. Exactly. That's what this is. This is this is a movie you can go sit in a theater for two hours and just have fun. You know, it's, it's air conditioned. What <laughs> else do you want? Most theaters, not every. But most theaters are. Uh, you know, the seats are comfortable. They know that people don't like going to the movies. I mean, we're, we've gone from you had to go to the movies to you wanted to go to the movies to now it's like, eh, I'd rather sit at home and watch it on my TV and not have to deal with the gum under the seat or the sticky floors or the somebody kicking my chair from behind, but this is a movie that you would want to go see in a theater, preferably a theater that has other people in it that are going to have a good time with you. And, yeah. and we know yeah. you like Star Wars. <laughs> you say you do, <laughs> but all you really want to do is complain about the prequels, complain about The Force Awakens, complain about The Last Jedi, find something to complain about with Rogue One. Yeah, hey, you know what? This could be a country where we didn't get any of this. We could be, we could not have these things coming into our lives. Support them because you keep not supporting them and you keep poo pooing on them. Guess what? They're gonna stop making them at some point. Yep. Yeah, they, they won't. They away. won't keep throwing money at something if it's not making a money in return. So, so if you were 
not hopped up on a solo movie, but you got a hard on for the Boba Fett movie or a standalone whatever. Guess what? Orlando. You keep poo pooing on this stuff, they're not going to make it. Yeah, that kind of it kind of throws into question where they go from here with the Lando movie. If they, you know, they had talked about, hey, this is you know, this Solo's ready for a sequel. They talked about a Boba Fett movie and you know, talked about Obi Wan movie, and we talked about how all those could play together and start to kind of come together and prepare the story for for Star Wars for a New Hope. And uh, I'm hoping it's like happen. I'm hoping it's like you said. Yeah, maybe everybody's like, well, I'm not going to go spend my nine to twelve dollars on the movies and. Bubba, I'll just wait for Redbox or whatever. And it's like, and like Joey said, we're not twisting your arm. That's great if you want to do that. Right. But at some point, see it. And you know, and wait till you've seen it to have an opinion on it. That's the yeah. other, that's the bigger thing. Yeah. Well, tell I us read, how much you didn't like it based on what you heard and I never read have a seen three the movie. Paragraph article. I, I I must hate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I, you know, like I said, we talked about how everybody's got a reason why it's not performing. I do wonder, you know, it's not cheap to go see a movie nowadays, and I wonder how much you know. A lot of people went out and saw Black Panther. A lot of people went out and saw it more than once. Uh, a lot of people went out and saw Avengers Infinity War. A lot of people went out and saw Deadpool. You know, financially, you know, there this country's in a point where yeah, there you know, unemployment's the lowest it's been in however long. But just because you got a job doesn't mean you got money to run to the movie theater every weekend. And yeah. I wonder how much uh, how much people just didn't have the money and they had to choose. And they're looking at you know, Incredibles two coming up or Jurassic World coming up, and we're like, you know. We can pick one movie a month because there's a lot of families I know personally. They're like, we can go see one a month, take the family because we got two kids, three kids, whatever. Yeah. We can go once a month. We can go have something dinner beforehand and go to the movies. So you know, you did that in you know in, in February with either A Wrinkle in Time or Black Panther or maybe you did both. You know, you did that already in April, probably you know with uh, Infinity, Avengers Infinity War. You probably did it already in May with Deadpool two. You're looking at the rest of the summer going, well, there's, you know, so maybe this is the one people sat out. I don't know. Again, I'm not, I don't have the answers and I don't want to make excuses for it, but I can totally see a situation where people were just like, yeah, we'll just hold on to it. Or if there's still one of those, uh, the cheap theaters, you know, where you can go, not the dollar show. We used to be the dollar show, not yeah. anymore. Now it's the $5 <laughs> show, but, yeah. uh, you know, maybe they're waiting for it to hit those. I don't know. Depending on where you're at, those may or may not be a, an option to you, but I just, I just wonder if, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we're getting too many. This sounds stupid. Maybe we're getting too many movies, too all at once. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe we need to spread these out a little bit more. And I know summer's the big blockbuster movie season, but you know, you wonder if uh, if this movie came out in August or September, if if it, uh, if the results would still be what they are, versus now when you're fighting against, you know, well, Infinity War and Deadpool be. two. I mean, because I remember past. Uh, summers there was like the one movie that right. we were kind of the in one our movie house. exactly yeah not to say that the other movies weren't good that were coming right. out just not our thing so we were like we don't have to see those but for having you know all these movies and and still ant-man and the wasp coming up exactly it's like holy crap there's i want to i want all these yeah, you know? yeah. And we, we want them all but we can't afford them all yeah it's like you know i, I want all these nice cars but i can't afford to drive anything but my Honda, you know. It's yeah, so it kind of makes me wonder, you know, if they should have waited for the solo movie t for a time when there wasn't a lot of movies out there. Yeah, could know? be. I, I just I wonder because yeah, it is so packed from like April to July anymore. It used to be May to July was like the season, and yeah, there was there was one or two in that that you were like, yeah, I'll see that, and you didn't really care about some of the others, but uh, yeah. now it's like. <laughs> 
well, from February this year through up until, you know, it's probably going to be August or so. There's a lot of stuff coming out. And again, yeah, it's you got to pick and choose your battles and what you're going to see. And I mean, we've seen a lot of movies and we are probably going to scale back some a little bit or figure out, you know, like, hey, we can see a bunch early in the year. Then we're going to cruise control yeah. until uh, until the holiday season. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting that the movie Everybody's got an opinion on it, but clearly not everybody's seen it because it's yeah. not making the money. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah talking about movies and keeping it into pop culture. You see the Mister Rogers movie yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, at the, the Alamo. Alamo. Yep, they're doing the early screening on that. Uh, I know. I was kind of tempted to go see that. I kind of. I, I, I bet it's going to be really good. Oh yeah, they've any more. You know, and it may just be that we were too young to know better. But any more documentaries are are getting the right material more than anything. It used to be a documentary yeah. was boring because it was boring subject matter and it was well, shot matter-of-factly. I was going to say. It's, yeah. it's either shock or it's put you sleep. Yeah, so uh, anymore they're doing documentaries on I think part of it's age. They're doing documentaries on stuff we are familiar with and grew up with and had an affinity for and a passion for and a love yeah. for, so maybe that's part of it. And I think part of it too is that there's actually, you know, people are shooting documentaries more I mean, yes, they're documentaries, but they're more fun and they're more like watching a movie you know the the toys that made us has a lot of humor in it and stuff and the funko yeah. pop one had a lot of heart in it because they would get these other stories and you know the you know the ruth bader ginsburg one because the character is so she's just she's a pistol and you know the mr rogers one it's like this is somebody everybody loves and you know it's 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 different yeah the documentaries now are actually legitimately worth sitting down and watching so yeah that one will be interesting to see uh you know they don't have to make a lot of money because they didn't put a lot of money into it but uh but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, how that does. Not necessarily at the box office, but just kind of what the reviews are and how people respond to that one. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, go see it. You Absolutely. Know, again, there's food. There's <laughs> bad for you. Hey, if your wife is nagging you constantly about watching your weight, watching what you eat, you can sneak out to the movies, go watch Han Solo. <laughs> You're away from her for a couple <laughs> hours. There's air conditioning that you didn't have to pay for, really. <laughs> and there's popcorn, and there's all kinds of good stuff. So, Shoot, so, take her with you. Make it a special treat. You can do that, too. I'm just giving options for everybody's situation. Because yeah. everybody's different. That's right. So, um, still kind of in comics and still kind of in movies. Uh, did you guys see the trailer for Bumblebee? Yes. We'll talk oh, about I it a little bit more tomorrow, too. But, yeah, I've seen that. I'll show you after. Yeah, yeah. yeah watch it because I'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow. But, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I am we'll, just I'll now, save the conversation for tomorrow. Yeah, I am just now watching Fear the Walking Dead for <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you didn't watch been, Legion last night. I haven't watched last night's have Legion either. I have so busy. I have had <laughs> no TV time. Have you watched Supergirl lately? Uh, up until this last episode, I haven't watched it yet. But, yeah. I haven't watched it in like a month, and I haven't missed it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like. I, I mean, it's not even that. It's just like, like I like to keep up, even if I don't really like. It, I still like to keep it on in the background while I'm doing other things, and I just haven't found a reason to turn it on. And like I said, in a good month since everything else kind of ended, which has been like two weeks. Yeah. But even before that, it was like yeah, I'm paying less attention to it, and I, I'm like, oh, is that is that this is that today? Oh, well, okay, <laughs> I, I should probably have that on, and then I'll find something else to do, like clip my nails or something go mow or yeah okay is it black lightning good no well no not much is, is. <laughs> arrow bad no. no so i mean i'm just i've so not found like a, i've not found a reason to turn it on I'd, and the story's starting to pick up it was dragging for a couple episodes right but the uh 
past yeah. this one's kind of bringing it to a head right and you're getting well, they have to because they yeah, they've only got what two more episodes Something left this like season that, yeah. i think yeah so you know it's just ramping up and it's gonna be what you know it's gonna be what it always yeah, is. yeah it is so i felt it, like when they took that break and they ran legends of tomorrow in its spot that was good because when they came back they came back pretty fun yeah. and pretty pretty good i mean they came back with the legion and you know that's the one where they were playing uh, living on a prayers they're doing the fights yeah. it's like all right they found some humor again they found some fun and that lasted an episode yeah. <laughs> and then, then, uh, then it was back to oh we're here again yeah and i guess you know as we always say to fill those 22 slots yeah. you know you've got to have want want you know but so maybe when they do cut everything down like they're you know looks like the trend's going Maybe it'll get exciting for you again. and Yeah, as much as I love these shows, I'm ready for them all to go to 13-episode seasons. Yeah. And like I said, we've got a plan. Stagger those year-round, and you get a new episode of something every week. And Yeah. That's not what they're doing. <laughs> they're uh, adding an extra day to the calendar and saying, hey, we got to have more. So, Well, with Arrow adding you know, Batgirl to the mix and mm-hmm. smart things, clearly they're like, we need to do something. Well, they changed uh, showrunners, so whoever was in charge before is out, and they brought a new lady in, and uh, the room they have assembled. It's funny. I saw a picture on, I think, Twitter of their room, and, yeah, it's like it's there's not, uh, there might have been one or two white guys there, so it's like, sweet, finally. Somebody's yeah. given these people a voice, and we're going to get something besides, you know, the same thing we've gotten for six seasons, so... Um, it'll be fun. That's why they're introducing Batwoman, and they can have some different... You know, some different points of view, some different voices heard, and yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping, I'm cautiously optimistic that this will be a kind of a turnaround season for them. Um, I also am realistically thinking this will probably be the season a lot of people jump out because it's going to probably be different. I mean, the tone will be the same. It'll still be the darkest of the, whatever, the four or five shows they have, but I'm hoping that it'll... You know, and it's it's never been a fun show. It's never been jokey. It's never been Legends of yeah. Tomorrow. But I'm hoping that uh, it'll feel like somebody opened the windows and the front door and like kind of let the breeze blow through and yeah. kind of air out the house yeah. a little bit. That's yeah. what I'm hoping this season. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping this season is a little bit for them. Well, the but. last half of this season has been the best Arrow watching I've had <laughs> because there's been very little Arrow on it. Yeah, and just the direction they went with Diaz and stuff like that. They finally, I, and I, I love Damian Dark. Right, and I love it. I love the dude. Yeah, and I, I love it, the yeah. character and stuff. And uh, but he was still as he was still whimsical, right? And so, but where Diaz is just hard, there is no softness to him and stuff. Right. And if you're gonna have a gritty arrow, having that grittier, a grittier villain, yeah. Is like oh that kind of works for me anyways. yeah which is I mean I love Damian Dark more on Legends of Tomorrow than I ever did on Arrow oh, yeah. I love Malcolm Merlin more on Legends of Tomorrow yes. than I ever did on Arrow I love those two together <laughs> on Legends of Tomorrow more than I ever liked them well, on the Arrow. Reverse Flash too yeah, oh yeah, absolutely yeah he was great on there so yeah I think that was just a yeah I don't know whoever was writing those they had the right mix of actors and characters and. Even this year with the you know Damien Dark you know, towards the end is he started to kind of you know I forget what I think he was torturing Nate or something and he's like let's just talk about my daughter you know it was just kind of and it was it was it was funny and it was like okay I can see where they're going with this and this is yeah. fun and, and would that have worked on Arrow absolutely or, not 
even Flash, it probably necessarily no. wouldn't have worked on. Although Flash got a little goofier this season, which is fun. Yeah. I wish they'd done more of that and less of <laughs> what they were the doing. Fl- the Flash right now feels like they're trying to... It's like, you know, the people that are trying to be too serious. Yeah. But it's like, clearly you're not, but you're trying to be. It almost feels like that. Yeah, they need like, to... Uh, yeah, I agree. You that, need to stop feeling yourself so much and just do what you did that we loved in the first. It was a lot more fun when it was a lot more fun. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so... But, well, you know me. I'll watch them until they're gone, so... Oh, yeah. Heck, I'm even right now streaming uh, Smallville watching... <laughs> The, I started to once upon a time not too long ago. A couple months ago, I was like, you know what? I should just throw these back on. I went through the first couple, and I was like, yeah, I don't have time for this. But, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed I like it when it. it was on, and I just, I like I just don't it. have time for it now. But I think it could hold its own if it was on right now with all the rest of them. It fit in right. I, yeah, I think they could do uh, pick it up right now, kind of like they did with Roseanne. You know, pick it up now, yeah. only call it something else it can't be metropolis because they're supposed to be doing something with that on the dc I, app if but. i'm not mistaken i saw something uh with tom Welling and michael rosenbaum they were doing a thing and they were talking about uh an animated smallville for the dc for the app, app. Huh. So that'd be pretty they're, cool they're like we don't we can't say that it's a for sure thing but uh, we're open to it we'd love to do it they're kind like of we're pushing it so, That'd be so cool. I'm sure Michael Rosenbaum's pushing it a little harder. <laughs> the, the Tom Mullig. Although Lucifer has been canceled too, so yeah. maybe they're both pushing it. <laughs> yeah, and this is pre-cancellation of Lucifer, so Tom Mullig's like, you know that small uh, pretty let's, good. Let's, let's get back on that. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have funny. nothing else to do. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's, I think, just about going to wrap it up for today. We have uh, hit on comics. We've hit on a lot of comics-related stuff. Uh, be sure, like I said, to subscribe so you know when new episodes are available, the Pop Goes to Culture podcast. Um, if you subscribe, you know you get your notification on your phone. However, if you're watching our social media stuff, you'll see that, uh, as I alluded to, sometimes as many as half a day earlier, it's available before your phone lets you know. So, uh, so definitely subscribe. But like I said, keep, uh, keep track on your social media. Keep tabs on us. Follow us if you haven't already uh, so you can know when new episodes are available just as soon as they are available. Tomorrow is Thursday. We'll be doing our box office report from the Alamo Draft House in Springfield. I haven't put together the headlines, but I put together the uh, taking a look at what they've got going on coming up. And God, <laughs> they're doing a lot. And then, you know, we laughed about it last week, but a lot of that list from last week is like coming up in the next week or so. So yeah. uh, we'll have a lot to talk about with Jennifer tomorrow. And then Saturday is going to be kind of a. Uh, when you listen to it, hopefully it'll be real smooth and seamless. <laughs> but it's going to be kind of a, a split show. We're going to go out Saturday morning and record the back half of the show first. We're going to be at Tommy Hawk's uh, Axe House. We're going to listen to uh, their story about how they got into the uh, axe-throwing bar, <laughs> axe-throwing league scene, uh, and how they put together their uh, facility here in Springfield. And then we're going to get a little bit of a lesson, I believe, and we're going to do some throwing. And so... Uh, We'll try to get some photos, video to go along with the audio of that as well. And then we'll be back in the home studio doing the first half of the regular show that you're used to with all the headlines this week in pop culture and all that. Uh, so look for that on Saturday. Sunday, the next social media poll will go up, and I have an idea what that's going to be. I won't spill it here since we're not all here, um, but we'll talk about that on Saturday. And then it will be... Sexiest female comic book character outfit. No, that's not going to be it for next week. That might be later on this summer. Hang on to that. Put put that back in your back pocket because we may need that in July when there's not much going on. 
Um, but no, I, I think I know what it's going to be because it's, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a tease. Um, I can't spoil it because Dusty's not here, but I'll give you the tease. The tease is if you think about what we're going to be doing the following Saturday, what movies are coming out, what we'll be doing, where we'll be, what kind of stuff we'll be talking about. Give you a little tease, a little something to think about as we head into uh, this Saturday when we when we reveal the poll, and then on Sunday when it goes up live. And then next week we'll be out and about doing what we do. We'll be doing shows Monday through Thursday, and then following Saturday again as well. So we keep busy here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, check us out and vote on the poll. Tell your friends to vote on the poll. Be fun, you know. I always, I've been saying, you know, get in on the ground floor of this. Be a part of. But I, I tell you, folks, we're we're not on the ground floor anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're actually we're, we're the elevator's out. moving pretty quick, yeah. a little faster than we expected. Exactly. <laughs> we kind of got that so, feeling in our tummies where the elevator's moving a little quicker than we expected to. So well, start thanks. contributing so that people can be like. Oh, you just started listening. Be like, no, I've been commenting since you know 2018. So, yeah, exactly. You know, because it's going to get big, and you might as well get to brag to your friends that hey, I was here first. Yeah, and we've got some other plans that we don't want to talk about yet because we don't. Number one, don't want to jinx it. And number two, yeah. they're not real final yet. But uh, but you know what? It's summertime too. People are going to be taking days off and vacations. So if you hear that we're out and about, you know, come on out and see us at one of these locations and. Uh, even though we got the microphone in our hand and we're talking, you can stop us at any point and say hi because we can cut that stuff out later if we have to. Yeah, hey, you're probably <laughs> out and about anyways doing exactly. stuff, whether you're checking on new Funko Pops or getting your Pokemon cards or you're getting that getting comic comics, book getting or, video games yeah, on Tuesdays. Getting video games, whatever. You're going to come out anyways. Hey, come out a little bit earlier. Say hello and be a part of the show. Absolutely. We will put you on the air and... And we're trying to. Dusty yesterday was, <laughs> I thought he was going to scare off some of those customers. And, hey, what are you guys here for? Uh, run, run away. Sorry. <laughs> run away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's right. So, you know, be a part of the show. We'd love to hear from you. You know, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if we had regulars on the show that were always calling in every week or always commenting on Facebook. We've got that a few cool. folks that uh, comment on uh, social media pretty, most, pretty regularly most of the time. Looking at you, Sophia, on Facebook. Comments just about every week. Uh, so tell us what your thoughts on anything we talked about. Tell us your thoughts on anything we didn't talk about but should have. Tell us what you think are the top headlines each and every week. If we use your suggestion, again, like I said, we'll give you a shout-out. And if we if we get your voice on the hotline, we will put you on the air as well. Uh, you can tag us or tweet at us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. You can tag us or post to our wall on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email us, which, again, I'll see it, and I'll add it to the show, but nobody else is going to know that you emailed us, so <laughs> unless you're trying to act in secret. Um, Anonymous. Yeah, do it on social media, but if not, you can't email us. So I I'd, secretly love this show. <laughs> don't tell my friends. It's naughty. <laughs> it's naughty. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can email us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com, but again, we're pushing it. The hotline number is 417 986-7842. Give us a call. Share your thoughts. Be on the air. We'll cut you into a show. In secret, uh, Joey likes dirty messages. <laughs> yeah. What? Yes, leave, him. leave him dirty. <laughs> call him and leave Okay, there's a few things. Let's establish the ground rules here. <laughs> hotline, we're probably not going to put your dirty messages on the air. Just like if They're we just get your... Just like if we, yeah, that's just for my private collection. Just like if we get your emails, your penguin pictures, your peacock pictures, yeah. <laughs> 
We're not going to put those out, probably. Uh, those are just for Joey. <laughs> that's going to get forwarded directly to the Philadelphia Zoo. So. Joey's like, you son of a bitch. I'm going to do that out. <laughs> hey, where's that part where I was talking about? You're like, shut up. But, yeah, uh, so this 45-minute show is suddenly 30-minute show. <laughs> so that's it uh, for this week's show. Again, find us out and about or download us, listen to our shows. There's plenty to choose from, so find the one or ones you're most interested in, download those, give them a listen, share them with your friends, family, comment on our social media, give us a call on the hotline, whatever, however is comfortable to you. If you don't want to see us, you can just call us. You can stand in the parking lot in your car and call the hotline while you're watching us perform. That's fine, too. That's right. We don't care. We don't mind watching or being watched. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And on that note, <laughs> we are going to get out of here. I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Kenny Wright with Upscale Edge. Odin Wright with Upscale Edge. Upscale. Do you have a jingle yet? No, but no. Uh, the <laughs> wife's like, thanks for uh, making <laughs> put more on my shoulders because I hear you're saying the name. I'm like, yes, we are. Time to get this going. You need a jingle. Call in with your jingle for Upscale Edge. and <laughs> we, If we use it, we'll give you a shout out exactly. on the show. Exactly. Yep. All right. We'll send you a free product. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we've been out at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone, right across from the Battlefield Mall. It's our Wednesday home. We're here every Wednesday, beginning at 10 a.m. when the doors unlock. We actually sneak in a little bit earlier to try to talk to these guys before the doors unlock because, as you can tell from listening to the last hour of this show, if we didn't get them early, we don't ever see them again. If you can see this, that door is a revolving door (laughs) of people just... As soon as it hit 10 o'clock, it's just, I think might as well stayed open. Oh, well, yeah. We talked about the phones were ringing before that. People calling, checking on stuff. So, uh, that's why they, you know, you come in here and the merchandise is different every time because, I it's mean, it's constantly, they're busy. constantly getting in new and sending out the old. So, uh, absolutely. Don't forget, true. they're doing the, their, their uh, character of the month, their specials of the month is Spider Man. So, back issues, you can buy one and get one for free, which is a pretty sweet deal. Getting two comics for the price of one, especially when you're talking Spider Man comics. Those you are know always me, cool I'm books. always going to promote the 5 and $6 markdown pops. Oh, there. absolutely. We're going to actually, yeah, as soon and as we get done like, here, I'm heading yeah. back over there to see. I saw a few I had my eye on. And this so. isn't one of the things where you're like, oh, so there's like two or three. Now there's probably 30 or more over there. Yeah. So. That's right. So come on out to Vintage Stock. Let them know you heard it on our show so they know that uh, putting up with us is actually good for them. Uh, yeah, so they don't kick us out. Exactly. Yeah, we but like it here. We do. It's air conditioned. We're inside. There's something to look at. There's all kinds of stuff to look at. We get to talk about comics. I mean, come on. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's show. We will catch you all tomorrow or Saturday or sometime next week. Find us. Look for us out and about. See you later. Later. See ya.